Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Janice PM, and I am a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Well, today is Tuesday, and it's January 16th, and it's 10 a.m., and it's Eastern time. Sorry for the background. I can't get up. It's in the other room. Today, we're reading from the big book, and we're on um, page 15 in Bill's story, paragraph two, and we're, we're beginning on paragraph two. That's what I said, and it begins with, we commence to make many fast friends. Today's uh, readers are, for the 12 steps, Carol H., for the 12 traditions, Leslie M. And our readers of the text today will be Cynthia Y., Elaine T., and Stephanie L. I have two reference numbers for you, two share IDs. They're five digits. And the first one is for Monday, and that's January the 15th. The 10 a.m. Eastern Time meeting is one zero. 921. That's 10,921. And this morning, which is Tuesday, January 16th, our 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting is 10923. That's 10,923. The OA preamble Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no positions on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You Big Book Study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and the 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Carol H. to please read OA's 12 steps. Thank you, Janice. Thanks for your service. This is Carol H. in Colorado. The 12 steps. One, we admitted we are powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. 
10, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Okay, thank you so much, Carol H. Um, we're now going to ask Leslie M. to please read the 12 traditions of OA. Good morning, Janice PM. Thank you for your service. This is Leslie M. And I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, 12 traditions. Mm-hmm. Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. For our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. 12, anonymity is a spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Uh, Thank you for allowing me to do service, and I pass. And thank you so much, Leslie M. All right, our sole purpose. Uh, Oh, I already did that. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Just a friendly reminder, if anybody is unmuted, if you could just please mute your phone by pressing star one. That would be great for the recording. Our absence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. 
we are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one, please, to mute your phone. And in order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Well, today we're going to resume our study of the big book on page 15, beginning with paragraph 2. We commence to make many fast friends, and I will now ask Cynthia Y. to please start reading for us. Star one to unmute, Cynthia. Sorry about that. Good morning. This is Cynthia Y., compulsive overeater from Dayton, Ohio. Can you hear me now? I can, Cynthia. Thank you. Great. Wonderful. Thank you for letting me read today. We commence to make many fast friends, and a fellowship has grown up among us, of which it is a wonderful thing to feel a part. The joy of living we really have, even under pressure and difficulty. I've seen hundreds of families set their feet in the path that really goes somewhere. I've seen the most impossible domestic situations righted, feuds and bitterness of all sorts wiped out. I have seen men come out of asylums and resume a vital place in the lives of their families and communities. Business and professional men have regained their standing. There is scarcely any form of trouble and misery which has not been overcome among us. In one western city and its environs, there are 1,000 of us and our families. We meet frequently so that newcomers may find the fellowship they seek. At these informal gatherings, one may often see from 50 to 200 persons. We are growing in number and power. In 2016, AA is composed of approximately 117,700 groups. I think this piece is particularly striking because um, Bill highlights the fact of how important fellowship is. And um, part of the program is the fellowship and reminding us that this is definitely a we program. Um, I never could have gotten abstinent by myself. Um, I was well beyond human aid. And certainly it was through God's work through my fellow OAers that got me out of that hole um, and the joy that I have now in living, even in my worst days under pressure and difficulty, car accidents, family illnesses, I have tools and I have people to turn to to get me through everything. And I have seen so many blessings, not just for myself, but people around me where life turns around and what we thought was um, the best that I could ever get is a thousand times better uh, just by working in the program. Um, and then the fact that it spreads, you know, our groups spread and grow in numbers. It's a program of attraction. And um, I think just keeping this simple and honest program, people will continue to be attracted to what OA has to offer. And um, I will pass. Thank you so much. Okay, I want to take a group of names, and uh, after you 
uh, somebody is still unmuted. I can hear. I don't know if it's animals or what, but uh, sometimes we don't know we're unmuted. Um, I will repeat the name after so that you can correct me. All right. Who would like to be up now? Marcy D. Marcy D. Okay. Lee H. Lee H. I hear hear John K. And whom else? L. Lee K. Um, Darlette P. Um, I'm going to repeat the name after I hear it. So start all over again with Jenny that, uh, Heidi L. Heidi L. Jenny B. Uh, somebody Jenny B. Jenny B. Jenny, is it Jenny B? Okay, Jenny B. I'm going to stop there and we'll have time for another group. That's great. All right, Marcy D., it's your turn. Good morning. My name is Marcy D., and I'm from Northern California. And I'm a compulsive overeater on the way to being a recovered compulsive overeater. What a perfect reading this was for me today, um, talking about the fellowship and having friends and family. And um, recently, a non-program friend of mine um, literally went off on me and with years and years of built up resentment, none of which I knew, and instead of um, me calling someone who would just say, oh, yeah, she's wrong and you're right, I called a program friend, and this friend and I got together, and I composed a letter, and then I recomposed the letter, then I recomposed that letter, until it was a letter that was filled with love and honoring, and I was able to send that off and not feel badly about it, not have to return in kind what was done to me. It's just amazing. And going to the birthday party, too, this past weekend, just people reaching out their hands for with love and respect and wanting to share and wanting to help. So with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you so much, Massey D., for sharing. Okay, Lee H., you're up, and then John K. Good morning. Can you hear me? This is Lee H. I sure can, Lee. Thank you. I am a... Just as the previous caller said, I am recovering, and I've been in the program since October, and um, this has just been an amazing um, thing to be a part of, and I've always wanted to be a part of something. That's been kind of my problem, is that I tried to be a part of something that really was not healthy for me for so many years. And um, I'm just seeing where now I'm a part of something that is just right for me. And that is Overeaters Anonymous, A Vision for You. And the sentence that jumps out to me is the joy of living we really have, even under pressure and difficulty. And for me, that means I can have joy in living even when I'm going through life, which gives me pressure and difficulty, unfortunately, um, uh, a lot of the time. 
um, it's just the world we live in, but I'm just seeing where I'm getting joy back. And um, it's a process, and I've enjoyed really listening to special editions, especially the one last weekend, Um, just seeing where it's a process. And I still, I slip, um, you know, I've become abstinent from certain things, but then I'm learning about just the, you know, different it's a complex thing that I'm coming out of um, and just the volume of food that that's what I'm dealing with now. And I'm just grateful that I have a sponsor and I'm working the fourth step and getting some more clarity and we'll get more clarity. And um, But I'm really receiving a lot of joy even where I am right now. So thank you so much for letting me share. for sharing and getting through because I wasn't timing you and I'm sure you had more time. But anyway, let's go. John Kay, you're up. Okay, thanks, Janice. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me all right? I can. Ah, good. Uh, this is John Kiernan, Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Los Angeles. I uh, I love one of my favorite little lines here is a western city. Akron, Ohio is a western city. What, what the heck are we in California? India? <laughs> but um. I got to tell you, all these things, you know, after 36 years in program, all the things he talks about here, I have personally seen as well. You know, I have seen people transform. You know, and 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 in a way, you know, a lot of times, not always, but a lot of times, they're physically transformed. You know, you, you see people that are lose hundreds of pounds and are are unrecognizable from where they were when they came in, but. More importantly, sometimes it's the thousands of pounds off their shoulders. It's like a whole different look in their eyes, you know, they're not living that life of the living dead that I did when I was eating, you know. You know, this huge, colorful world was shrunk down to this sort of gray world the size of my apartment and my desk at work. That was it. Now it's it's back, thanks to OA and the Big Book. And uh, I think that's the key, by the way, OA and the Big Book, the two together, because I always say I think this is like this wonderful arc of recovery, because when you come into OA the first time and you hear people talking about things you thought you were the only person who ever did it, you know? And then you're like, wow, I'm home. This, these are my peeps. And that's really an important thing. But then to start to arc, you have to start to change because sharing all these war stories are great. But then you've got to move. I have to move into the steps, you know? And for many years, I stopped before that. I was in group therapy. It, it was a place to come to talk about my problems. And it felt good, but, you know, so did the eating ice cream someday, you know. And, 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 and the thing is, is that I did that, but nothing changed because I wasn't working the steps and I wasn't continuing to do so. You know, to me, that's the key, working the steps and continuing to work the steps. I heard somebody say once, the steps aren't a rite of passage, they're a way of life, you know. And... And to read these, these these things that are written about the early days of AA, it's so exciting. And and I think that's what also excites me about vision is I think we're in on the ground floor of what my friend Arlen calls the renaissance of OA, to see more and more people realize it's in the steps. It's not in coming to meetings and talking about my problems. Uh, you know, it's not anything about talking about problems, but it's, it's how do we have the solution. And then, you know, where it says 50 to 200, you know, there were 800 in L.A. this weekend at the birthday party and over 140 visionaries, you know, uh, 140 of my fast friends. And it was just so great to see everybody. And with that, I'll pass. And thank you, John Kay. Okay, Heidi L., it's your turn. 
This is Heidi L., Recovering Compulsive Overeater in California. Um, I just love that passage. I came from another program and for a long time kind of put this on the back burner because I loved that fellowship and being someone that suffers, you know, social anxiety and has a hard time being with people sometimes, that felt really good. And I... um, had the opportunity to go to a really significant gathering this weekend uh, with other food addicts in Minnesota. It was a retreat, and I've been really suffering relapse and and, um, baffled by it and uh, just have found that connection to God again and the fellowship and really kind of got nailed home that this needs to be my primary program and I need to find that fellowship with other away people and other away people that you know suffer the same disease and I had the opportunity to weigh and measure my food with a bunch of other people and eat dinner and we all weighed and measured our food and it was really a spiritual experience and I'm so grateful that I'm finally developing some friendships and a and a fellowship in a way thanks that's all I have I'll pass and thank you so much, Heidi, and for sharing with us. How about Jenny B? Hi, can you hear me? I can. All right, thank you. Um, this is Jenny B. I'm in California. Um, I uh, am a recovered compulsive overeater. And um, one of the, the lines that stuck out most to me in this was uh, had to do with overcoming misery. Um, and that gives me such hope. Um, because uh, I have, uh, through this program, been led to overcome a lot of misery, a lot of things I was hanging on to for far too long, um, and just dwelling in and living in day in and day out. And um, and I had to be pointed away from myself and onto my higher power uh, in order to find relief. And on a daily basis, I have hope that whatever misery may arise because life continues to happen um, and I'm not a perfect person, um, I'm going to overcome with my higher power's help. Um, And certainly with the fellowship I've found in OA, whether it be encouragement from things people are sharing or working with a sponsor directly and um, admitting my part in different things that I have going on. I've also noticed that with this idea of fellowship, I can sure get in my own way um, of having fellowship. Uh, I can convince myself that I'm ineffective, or I should say my disease can convince me of that. I can um, convince myself that right now the best thing for me to do is to be alone and focus on me and get my head on straight. Um, But that's not what the big book supports. The big book supports working alongside others, um, essentially the whole way through the steps. And if I'm living the steps and working the steps on a daily basis, that doesn't mean I do it all alone. Sure, there's things that I need to do individually to grow um, and to learn and uh, and such, but um, much of the idea of fellowship is to serve others. um, And in doing that, I get that focus off of myself and onto others. Um, that could also use support, and that in itself gives me relief time after time. So with that, I will pass. Thank you for letting me share. 
And thank you so much, Hi, uh, Jenny B. All right, we're ready for another group of names. Who would like to be next? Joanne B. Joanne B. B. Joanne B. Who's next? Jen B. Darlette P. I heard a Jen. What was your, your initial, Jen? Z and Jen Z. And I heard a P. And who's Darlette P? Wait a minute. Say, say it again. Scarlett? Darlette. Darlette. Okay. Darlette P. And someone else? Pauline P. F. A. Was it a Pauline? Yes. F. Oh. S as in Sam? No, F as in Frank. Got it. And one more. We'll be good. <laughs> I know we're so enthusiastic. I think it's great, but I can't hear two names at once. Okay. Lee K. Let's go with Lee, and then we'll still have time for more. Okay, great. Joanne B., it's your turn. Hi, this is Joanne B. Um, let me get out a speaker. Um, two parts have really stood out to me today, and that's we commenced to make many fast friends, and a fellowship has grown up among us, of which wonderful things um, or it is a wonderful thing to feel apart. And the other one was we meet frequently so that newcomers may find the fellowship. You know, it's wonderful um, making these fast friends. For me, um, it is definitely through the phone lines because I don't live in an area where there is um, an OA face-to-face. So I'm just very grateful that someone had directed me to a vision and. Um, Really, one of the greatest things for me is that it is a big book study. Um, I've gotten to bypass a lot of the heartache of face-to-face meetings that I hear many of you speak of. And um, uh, so for me, it's, it, I've been blessed in that area. Um, I'm so grateful for all of you for the face to, I mean for our phone meeting and the ability that we have through technology that we can call each other. You all have been lifesavers to me. Um, also that frequent, we meet frequently so that newcomers may find the fellowship. Um, because my area doesn't have OA and I'm also, I've, I've been allowed to join another fellowship, um, they have been so open to me, but I'm seeing that the even in this other fellowship, it's not a strong fellowship, not like the vision group. And um, I'm able to take this, uh, my experience, strength, and hope to this other group, and I'm seeing a little bit of growth there for them. And it's it's just amazing. Um, uh, anyway, we all need this frequent meeting so that newcomers can find this, uh, what we said in in our step 12, that we take it to others. And uh, it's just becoming more and more important to to open this up to those who are still suffering. And I just thank you all again, and with that I pass. Janice Star 1, please. Thank you so much, Joanne B. Um, I had to move around to another room. All right. 
but we can do this. Um, Jen Z, I believe it's your turn. Thank you. My name is Jen Z. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Kentucky. And um, I'd have to say the line that really rung true for me now in my life is, I have seen hundreds of families set their feet in the path that really goes somewhere. I have seen the most impossible domestic situations righted, feuds and bitterness of all sorts wiped out. I have really seen that in my own family. Um, when I've started, when I started my recovery, before I became recovered, my family was at odds. Um, there was a lot of bitterness, sarcasm. Um, and I can see now on the other side, there was a, a lot of feelings of being unsafe. And since I've been recovered, I think um, I've, in my relationship with other people's people in my family, I feel like they sense uh, uh, safety with me and so that they can really truly be themselves and they're not going to be criticized um, like I used to do to them. And so I'm really seeing um, just a thriving within my family, my children and my husband. My husband is now making amends to me, which I don't even think he knows what that means. But, I mean, he's apologizing to me for things that he's done. Um, whereas, you know, a year ago, I would still be ruminating on all of his mistakes. And he would be ruminating on my mistakes. So there's a real, a real healing that's going on within my family. And I'm just so grateful that I had some way to handle that irritability and that discontentment um, that I used to have. I didn't know what to do with that. I internalized it and I became an unsafe person and that affected the relationships within my family. But now I have the tools to handle that irritability and that discontentment. And uh, with the help of my higher power, I can work through that and I can be a safe person for my husband and for my kids. My kids are far more affectionate with me now than they've ever been. And that's because I'm a safe person now. Um, I have to say the thing that to me that has um, really been the biggest help in my recovery is the 11th step. Spending time with my higher power, my God, really grounds me and helps me to be a safe person every day, day by day. Um, if I lose that ability to really connect with my higher power, I will revert back to the old gen, and I will again commence to be an unsafe person. And all of the fruits that I see now within my family will start to diminish. So to me, it's like I'm an electric car, and electric cars need to be plugged in uh, to get uh, power again. I hear the beeper, and, and that's what the 11th step is to me. I have to plug in day and night to get that um, power from my God to be a safe person and to have good relationships within my family and with my friends and strangers. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. And thank you so much, Gen Z. Okay, Dalit P, it's your turn. Good morning. This is Darlette P. from Algonquin, Illinois. And uh, what sticks out to me today is that it's a WE program and we share with others. And um, we keep coming back to, to meetings. 
And that is so important to me today um, because I am a compulsive overeater and binge eater. And um, without this program, I wouldn't be a recovered compulsive overeater today. And if it hadn't been for the fellowship and all of you out there, um, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. I wouldn't be recovered. I wouldn't have my abstinence. Um, And I'm so grateful for that today because of the big book and all of the support that I've gotten um and i and and the the fact that I kept coming back to meetings and I kept listening to the fellowship and I kept reading literature and kept using the tools and following the program until it sunk in and it says in the big book sometimes the, you get this uh quickly sometimes slowly. Well, I was one of those people that got it very slowly. I didn't get it quickly. I'm I'm a slow learner and and uh and it did come to me slowly, but it did come to me and I had to keep coming back and I had to keep listening and and I got it and I and now I'm seeing all the miracles of the program and it does work. And God is truly doing for me today what I could not do for myself. And and it's so beautiful. It's so wonderful. I cannot um, say enough how grateful I am for this program. And I've been in program a long, long time. I'm going to say over 30 years. I've been in and out. I've relapsed. Uh, several times and I've had my abstinence several times and lost it. I am also uh, bipolar and this is the first time that I've uh, truly given up white sugar and white flour and sugar and white flour completely and even my psychiatrist, I now only need to see her once every six months instead of every four months for the first time in my life. And that, true, is a miracle. And with that, I'll pass. Thank and you thank, very much. And thank you so much, Dalek P. Just to remind everybody at this time in the meeting with that we're on page 15. And we're we're commenting on paragraph two. Um, I think Pauline F., you're next. Okay, thank you. Um, can you hear me? I can. Okay, uh, thank you for your service today. Um, what uh, jumped out at me was uh, we commenced to make many fast friends, and uh, this weekend I was at the. Uh, the birthday party in Los Angeles, and um, and met you know some of uh, some of the visionaries, which was wonderful, and um, and it reminded me I've been in program a long time, and uh, I hadn't uh, you know I kind of dropped off with uh, a lot of the fellowship because I've been so busy in my life, and uh, I realized 
over the weekend how important it is to uh, be talking to and spending time with um, other people in program who who know who I am as a compulsive eater. And, um, you know, it was so... It, it, so soul-feeding. Uh, and, you know, I have so much in my life <clears throat> that I can uh, really look back and see that it's through program that I have uh, the wonderful things I have. And, um, you know, and I just uh, recently celebrated 20 years with my husband, and that wasn't going to happen um, uh, you know, I was, uh, I'd had failed relationships before, and, um, you know, when I, when he and I got together, <clears throat> I thought, well, you know, this will be a nice fling, and, uh, and here we are 20 years in, and, and it's only because of program, uh, that I'm still there, and, uh, and he's still here, <laughs> uh, with me. And um, and it took a lot of meetings and talking to people and um, sharing with people uh, who who understand uh, where I am and what I'm going through and and that um, I'm insane when it comes to food and uh, and that spills over. To uh, different parts of my life, so I need the sanity that the program gives me when I read these passages and um, when I do the work that I need to do uh, that we're told to do in this book. So I'm just very grateful and um, particularly to be part of this fellowship. And with that, I pass. Oh, perfect. Thank you, Pauline F. Okay, Lee K. It's your turn. May Lee? I hear it? Yes, you are being oh, heard. Mm-hmm. This is Lee K. from uh, Compulsive Reader from Boulder, Colorado. And thanks, everyone, so much for, for your service this morning. It's uh, my first time sharing uh, on the line. I've been listening for a couple months. Um, and in program for almost two years. And um, this passage and, and being at the away birthday party um, this past weekend, it was such a good reminder um, from newcomers in particular, uh, just hearing the experience of people not being able to go minutes without um, food. And just to remember that and to realize that that's not my um, story today. And um, it's this passage also is just, I feel really inspired and encouraged um, by the fellowship. So many people were like, you need to share on the line. And so um, finally doing it and like the, the veil is, is lifted. Um, and I was just floored by, the, by our numbers um, this past weekend. And um, what's been keeping me um, coming back before my perfectionism was just paralyzing my program. And um, we all know it's, it's progress, not perfection. And what I've been embracing recently to keep me here 
um, in the in the day and connected um, is doing ten steps. Um, I gave and, and received a ten step for the first time um, this past weekend, and that's just so many things that I didn't do before listening in on on vision um, and the the joy of living. That phrase in here, um, it's it's not all the time, but even just being able to share and, and connect with you all um, right now is, is such a gift. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much, Lee Kay. Okay, we have about 10 more minutes. I can take about three people who would like to Sherry connect. KB. Sherry Ginger KB. KB. Ginger C. Carolina Sherry KB. Uh, Ginger C. And Lisa Jr. Lisa Jr. Oh, I know it. I'm sorry. Lisa J.R. I know. It, well, we're going to go with these three. If we have any more room, you'll be next. However, time goes by when you're having fun. Sherry KB, please go ahead. Janice. Good morning, everybody. Sherry KB in Northern California. Very grateful, recovered, compulsive every reader. Thank you so much for your service, Janice, and everybody on the line. Um, you know, this these uh, this paragraph is about miracles, uh, the joy of living we really have, even under pressure and difficulty, and uh, bitterness that feeds and bitterness get wiped out. People resume a vital place in the lives of their families and communities, and um, regaining standing, and then there's scarcely any form of trouble and misery which has not been overcome among us. I mean, wow, what wonderful miracles to me. Um, you know, I think about a couple of things. Um, I got a call yesterday from a newcomer who said that they had about given up on this program. But when they started listening to this line, they got hope again. And uh, I know that there was a lot of hope I heard um, from the convention. I've, I got a lot of calls yesterday talking about the convention and how wonderful it was. And, you know, there's a fellowship growing up among us. And what I also know is how important it is to me that, you know, we support the still-suffering compulsive overeater that says always to extend the hand and heart for um, this I am responsible. And to me, that also means I'm responsible to carry this message of hope, and that means getting in the book and reading, um, going through the steps and taking somebody through the steps. And also just with, um, you know, uh, to me, um, Getting support is from the fellowship and from the meetings, but my real reliance is on a higher power. Um, that's what I learned from my step guide is that I need to rely on my higher power 100% um, and work these steps and support from the fellows and from the meetings and from the fellowship. Um, and just to talk about writing situations, um, I had made an amends to somebody uh, seven years ago, and I ran into them uh, last weekend, um, and, you know, uh, it amazed me because I had cleaned up my side of the street, but uh, she did not want to, and I, I just let it go because, you know, I cleaned up my part, and, you know, seven years later, she came up and wanted to talk, and uh, it's amazing what this program will do. There are miracles in this program, and without my higher power and without these steps, I couldn't have them, and without all of you, and with that, I pass. Thank you. You know, thank every. I want to thank everybody just for keeping the time because I'm kind of way off here, moving around and not getting my timer. But I'm going to ask Ginger C to please step up. Hi, good morning, Janice. Thanks so much for your service, Ginger C, recovered compulsive overeater in Colorado. 
And this is one of my favorite sentences in the book. And it reminds me exactly what I'm doing each and every day. And that's to be of maximum service to God and to those about me. But most importantly, the most important important person every time in a meeting is that newcomer. And it says we meet frequently so that newcomers may find the fellowship they seek. And uh, I used to think of meetings as topic discussion only because I just wanted to talk about me and my problems. So I would go to meetings and basically throw up on the meetings. And that is the last thing that we are doing when we go to these meetings live. We are going there for this newcomer who's already throwing up on themselves, and they need to see that there's some light, there's some hope. Please tell me there's a solution to my problem, because I'm dying, I am drowning, I am in the quicksand, and I want to know there's a way out. So what a disservice if we're going and not doing this. And thank God for vision because we do this each and every day. We show these directions. We tell them, yes, I was there, but I'm no longer, and this is what I did. I followed these clear-cut directions. I read the 164 with a recovered sponsor, and I got out of the quicksand. So I just love that sentence, and, um, and with that, I pass. Thank you. Much, Ginger C. All right, Lisa J.R., please go ahead. Hi, Hello, everybody. Lisa Jr. Uh, gratefully recovered by God's grace just for today. And I, um, I read these in the beginning and thought, you know, these are going to be miracles that are, you know, God's going to have to really pull a splitting of the Red Sea to, for any of this to happen for me. But it did. Um, I worked the program, and it did. And I could very easily sit at Vision and go to the two meetings every morning and. Um, and I was content doing that. I closed myself off from regular OA, and, and it just, the birthday party brings to mind how important it is uh, for us to get out there and share the message in regular OA without, without dividing uh, vision with other groups. Um, I moderate a open Big Book meeting um, every Tuesday, and I get to make one-on-one calls with people and steer them in this direction. And it's been the biggest blessing of my life to hear people say thank you, you know, for sending me there. I didn't know about this. And um, so I think it's just really important for us to get, um, you know, vision is our protein pack. And we go out and we just um, share the message with others. And these miracles will happen because I'm – happier than I've ever been in my life, and I I, I went to the study and the working of this big book, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much. We have about three more minutes. Who would like to take it? Please start one to to mute. Who? This is Robin. Can I share? Can I share? Oh, wait a minute now. (laughs) Two people. Say one at a t- one. Who who would like to share next? Robin. Let her share. I'll share another time. Thank you. Well, thank you, lady. Uh, again, say your name. Karen. Robin. Robin. Let's have Robin. Please go ahead. You got a few. Minutes. I am Robin. I'm a grateful recovered compulsive overeater uh, in Los Angeles, and thanks so much for a wonderful meeting. And I'm so eternally grateful for these steps and this program and 
all the miracles and grace. Um, and, you know, it, it is so important to share this message. And, you know, sponsoring helps me just as much as it helps my sponsees, I'm so sure. Um, you know, and I'm so grateful that I get to live in the solution. That's the miracle for me. I used to just have the mental obsession with the physical allergy and just was Russian roulette walking around, you know. And now the miracle is is that when something happens, when I'm selfish, self-seeking, dishonest, resentful, or fearful, I actually can share it with my sponsor, give it to God, and then go help someone else, live in 10, 11, and 12. And just that there's a solution for everything now, that's the miracle for me. It's completely changed my life. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much for your service, and thank you for this wonderful meeting. And thank you. And thanks, everybody, for, you know, really being so enthusiastic. I'm sorry I couldn't get everybody, but we're here again tomorrow, twice a day. All right. So now I will, um, I'm going to give you the share ID for this morning, the 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting is 10923. That's 10,923. And I will um, ask Elaine T. if she would please read A Vision for You on page 164. Our book is meant to be suggestive only and to keep you until then. Please, Elaine. Hi, this is Elaine, recovered in Pittsburgh. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit Sorry, something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you.